Today is the 21st of December 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. It is the winter solstice. For me, it is one of the happiest days of the year because from now on, the days just get longer. I'm really looking forward to it. And let's face it, folks, it's four days to Christmas. It's four days, that wonderful day when we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Before I forget, just a reminder, a little bit about next year's program. Last year, 2019, we did the Bible in a year. This year, we did the New Testament in a year. Next year, we're going to be doing the poetry books of the Bible of the year. So we're going to be looking at Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Song of Songs throughout the year. And I've spaced it out, so we're going to cover them all in the year. So I'm really looking forward to that, actually. I'm really looking forward to getting back into the poetry books. I've really missed it this year. By the way, if you are joining us for the very first time, thank you and welcome. You're very welcome here. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, if you do need some help, you can download the script. Check the show notes. There is a download the script button. Click that. You'll get a PDF of today's episode. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts before God, shall we? Let's pray. The Advent story of hope and mystery, anticipation, preparation, the kingdom of this world and the next, and a king appearing when we least expect, heaven touching earth, the footsteps of the divine walking dusty roads as they once did in Eden, and a people searching for a saviour and walking past the stable. Open eyes and hearts that this might be an advent of hope to the world. Amen. Matthew 1 verse 20 While he thought on these things, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for he who is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Some of you may know that I served in the ambulance service. I was a paramedic in the ambulance service. In my 20 years of service, I had the privilege of delivering four babies. The highlight was me being there for the birth of a set of twins, which caught us both, caught both me and the mum by surprise, really. And People seem to glamorize the birthing process. It's become very cool to think about it as some kind of metaphysical experience, some kind of Mother Earth bonding with nature type experience. But the reality of childbirth is that it's messy, it's smelly, it's dangerous, both to mother and the child, and not just in the developing world. All over the world, childbirth is dangerous. As a man... I obviously can't experience childbirth, but I've always been kind of awestruck by the birthing process. I'll never experience what a mother goes through, thank goodness. But I have been part of delivering babies, so I I kind of get it. I do understand it. You might be thinking, where am I going with this? But there is one person who is often overlooked in the nativity account, and that's Joseph. We don't know a lot about Joseph other than What's in the accounts? And even in the biblical accounts, there's not a lot there. We know that he made his mind up to divorce Mary rather than report her for adultery. And that, for me, is an indication of just how much Joseph loved Mary. 
because if he had reported her for adultery, she would have been dragged out and stoned, and we know that because we've read the account in the book of John. But other than that, we don't know much about him. We have this glamorous image that they were both this young couple, but the church tradition, the early church tradition, was that Joseph was considerably older than Mary, and that he died while Jesus was still a boy. That certainly explains why Joseph doesn't appear so much in the narrative accounts other than at Jesus' birth and later on when Jesus visits the temple. Now, I wonder if Jesus felt the same sense of wonder and awe that I felt as Mary gave birth to the baby Jesus. Or was he like most men? Did he kind of feel useless and helpless and pointless? And I, I, I think that's a really good question to ask, actually, because was he just a hapless bystander? Anyway, my wife wrote a wonderful piece of prose a while ago, and I want to share it with you now, and I hope that it just brings that picture of Joseph a little bit more alive to you today. It's called Joseph's Tears. The journey was winding and long. Endurance played pictures in his mind, flashed scenes of childhood, singleness, engagement. Images that darted across his vision like pinpricks of light in the darkest fog. He tried to stay focused, but his task was overwhelming, pushing his thoughts and imaginations to the end of their survival. With strength he walked on, doggedly untiring until he reached his destination. With relief he sank to the floor, prepared a meal for sustenance and sleep, fashioned the bed and drifted into stillness. Around him he could hear alien sounds, mingled with the scent of unfamiliarity. His dreams were clouded, perturbed, restless, unsettled by sounds of pain and distortion. A cry brought his focus into sight. He looked at his companion, his wife, whose agony willed courage into his muscles and understanding into his heart. In a paused moment there was a calm. There before him lay a new-born child, life's journey uncoiling before him with all its miracles and purpose. He picked up his son with gentleness and might, and stared into the eyes of his future, before his tears kissed the soles of the feet of God. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God, and then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we continue with the book of Revelation.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures, shall we? Heavenly Father, open our eyes and our hearts to the words on these pages, the words that we hear. Help us to see your hand in everything that is happening. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the modern English version. And today I'm reading Revelation 14. Then I looked. The Lamb was standing on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his Father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a sound from heaven, like the sound of many waters and like the sound of great thunder. I heard the sound of harpists playing their harps. They sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. No one could learn that song except the 144,000 who were redeemed from the earth. These are those who are not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are those who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. These were redeemed from among men as first fruits to God and to the Lamb. No lie was found in their mouths, for they are without fault before the throne of God. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the eternal gospel to preach to those who will dwell on the earth, to every nation and tribe and tongue and people. He said with a loud voice, Fear him and give him glory, for the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. Another angel followed, saying, Fallen, fallen is Babylon, that great city, because she made all the nations drink the wine of the wrath of her sexual immorality. A third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image, and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out in full strength into his cup of his anger. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. The smoke of their torment will ascend for ever and ever. They have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who kept the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, for they may rest from their labors, for their works follow them. And I looked, and there was a white cloud, and on that cloud sat one like the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. Then another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him who sat on the cloud, Thrust in your sickle and reap. The time has come for you to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who sat on the cloud thrust his sickle on the earth, and the earth was harvested. Another angel came out of the temple which is in heaven. He also had a sharp sickle. Yet another angel who had authority over fire came out from the altar. He cried with a loud voice to him who had the sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in your sharp sickle, and gather the clusters of the vines of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. The angel thrust his sickle into the earth and gathered the vintage of the earth and threw it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. The winepress was trampled outside the city and blood came out of the winepress up to horses' bridles for 186 miles. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And then after the music, we're going to pray. Thank you. 
Let's pray, shall we? Loving God, we will sing of your love forever and proclaim your faithfulness to every generation, for your word is dependable, your promises secure. A child to be born within one nation, but for all nations. Our God will be revealed, the Son of God born in humility. Love will come down to earth as servant king and vulnerable. We will sing of your love forever and proclaim your faithfulness to every generation, for by grace incomparable our salvation is here. Loving God, when you come to us with gentle whisper or gentle wind and ask what seems impossible to human minds as you did with Joseph, may our response not be to hesitate, make excuses or run away. For Joseph's faithfulness and his service to you, we thank you, Lord. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us, now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.